in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Come on, brothers, let's go down, come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that Hello, and welcome to My Little House of Prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. Let's please open in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name we come before you, thanking you for today, that it is a day that you have made to be glad and rejoice in. We thank you for all of our blessings today, physical and spiritual. We also thank you for your daily bread today, physical and spiritual. Lord, you are our provider. You give us everything we need for each and every day. And we praise you for it. Especially praise you for your word, Father. Help us hide it in our heart that we might not sin against you. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name. Amen. I have a lot on my heart these days, and I've noticed that as the days go by, I find myself more and more quiet, more and more reserved. My heart stays heavy with the things the Lord is speaking to me about the days to come, and our purpose on this planet is to share the gospel far and wide and that's the purpose of this podcast is to share the gospel the way the Lord has changed my life and hopefully will speak to your heart and change yours I love to talk especially about the Lord and his saving grace but as he talks to me about what is going on in the world today my heart is heavy heavy for those who will not make heaven their home. This breaks the Lord's heart and in turn breaks mine. Even in my dreams lately, I'm ministering salvation to people I don't even know. I pray that they all come to know the fullness of His saving grace. On the morning of September 18th, the Lord gave me a word to tell His What I did at the cross on Calvary's hill should tell the world how much that I am in love with them. The world needs to be told to fall in love with me. You must accept my love for you. This is very true. But after that, you must fall in love with me also. When you truly fall in love with me in your actions and choices, you will be my disciples. 
Then as you grow in Christ Yeshua, you can make other disciples of Yeshua. That is the true name of Jesus. This is the call. This is our first ministry. First to Christ, then to others. John chapter 3 verse 30 through 35. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from the he heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth. And no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. I do know this. He is calling for all intercessors to storm heaven's gates. For those who are lost, he is calling for the body of Christ to be his ambassadors. Let's look what it means to be an ambassador. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5, 11-21. In the New International Version. Since then we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind as some say it is for God if we are in our right mind it is for you for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I chose to put this whole passage because it explains what's on my heart. We are called to be separate, yet we are called to live in this world but not behave as the world behaves, which is found in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 2. In the Strong's exhaustive concordance, ambassador means act as a representative. In the Webster's Dictionary, it means the highest-ranking diplomatic 
representative from one country to another, an authorized messenger. And if you read the Gospels, you will see that we are ambassadors, we are representatives, we are high-ranking diplomatic representatives from one country to another. We are authorized messengers. Now let's look at the meaning of representative in the Webster's Dictionary. Representative means portraying, consisting or of or based on representation of the electorate by delegates. An example or type, a person who acts for another, agent, salesman, etc. So we have accepted the Lord's free gift of grace, salvation in Jesus Christ, Yeshua Amashiach. We then take on the name Christian. That is our label. To be a true believer in Christ Jesus, to carry the label of being a Christian, which means to be Christ-like. We are to be his example. We are to say only what he says, do only what he does, and behave only as he behaves. As ambassadors for Christ, we are to lead by example. The way we live out our lives should be what tells the lost who you are. You shouldn't have to tell people who you are. They should see the light of Christ on you. We shouldn't have to tell them who we are, but we can testify of who he is to us. They should see the light of Christ on you. How else will we go forth and make disciples of ourselves? You see, we are commissioned to find and teach others how to live out this Christian lifestyle. So how can we be proper ambassadors for Christ? Our basic need for more of Him and less of us in our lives. Let's look at John chapter 3 verse 30 to 36. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And, and what he hath seen and heard that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Verse In John chapter 1, verse 23, John the Baptist cries out about being a forerunner for Christ. He had one message. Repent and be baptized. Make straight the way of the Lord. Paul talks about being in a race in Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 through 14. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ and be found in him. Not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, 
but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I'm sorry if I'm emotional, but this is the call that I have answered. This is the call that I am shouting from the rooftops, that you may know him and the power of his resurrection, that you may know him and the fellowship of his suffering that you may know him being made conformable unto his death which means we die to ourselves and we ask him to show us how to have more of him and less of us to count the cost to give up everything to attain to everything i believe that at the moment we receive salvation in christ jesus of nazareth we begin our race I truly believe this. We are called to be forerunners of Christ, declaring, repent and be baptized, both of water and spirit. Prepare yourselves, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Salvation requires death. We are to live our lives out in death to the flesh, the world, and the devil. We are to encourage others to join this walk of separation and death by living out our lives as an example. Why do I say this? Because Jesus Christ says it plainly in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 through 26. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Let him take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall surely lose it. Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited? If he gain the whole world, everything that exists on this side of eternity, and lose his own soul, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know, a lot of people, there's an old saying that I, I sold my soul to the devil and usually when they say that there's sorrow in their heart because they bought into the lie that money and fame and all, all describe your success salvation in Christ Jesus determines real success and for those of you who have bought into that lie and are trapped by that old saying that I sold my soul to the devil I want to tell you today there is redemption there is salvation for you but 
Your salvation is the name of Christ Jesus. Denounce your association with the devil. Denounce your association with the lies that you bought into. Denounce your association with that statement, I sold my soul to the devil. Repent. Change your choice-making decisions. Get rid of those things that moth and rust can ruin and, and attach itself to. And take up the things where moth and rust do not corrupt. Gather yourselves treasures in heaven. And be baptized. Water baptized and baptized in the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, it is the power to continue your walk. We need to ask the Lord daily to help us have more of Him and less of us in the way we live our lives. Our need for others in our lives. Let's go back to the fact that we are in a race according to the Apostle Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 through 8 I have fought a good fight I have finished my course I have kept the faith henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only but unto all them also that love his appearing so what kind of race are we in i believe we are in a relay race a relay race is where there are runners strategically placed at certain points where one will hand off the baton to another who is to run further and hand it off to another i believe that the baton we are to hand off is the word of god according to one scripture amongst many it is found in deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 16 through 21 take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them and then the lord's wrath be kindled against you and he shut up the heaven that there be no rain and that the land yield not her fruit lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. There shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes, and ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou raisest up, and thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon earth. Just so you know, according to Deuteronomy, there is a thing called the mezuzah, where the law is written in, on a scroll and is hung on the door post of your house. That is how you write them on the doorposts. You hang a mezuzah. 
And the word also says, kiss the son of righteousness, lest he be angry with you. So they kiss the mezuzah as they go in and out of their door. Because the law is righteousness. And the son of God is righteous. Therefore, kiss the son, lest he be angry with you. In other words, when we kiss the Son, we are obedient to that law. Because He did not come to do away with it. He came to fulfill it. And He still expects us to fulfill it. How do we fulfill it? By seeking Him daily. And letting Him guide our footsteps. Letting Him guide our choices. Because even when we break one law unintentionally there is redemption be not deceived though if you intentionally break a law and are not truly repentant of what you have done you just want a way of escape from the um, penalty there is no salvation Jesus told the disciples in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 through 20 Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. If Jesus Christ came to do away with the law, then why does he say, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. So we need each other to be able to run our race gloriously. We are to teach others how to enter and run this wonderful race. In Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. Because it is a God kind of relay race. We don't have to run fast, just steady. Allowing the Holy Spirit of Hashem to teach us, to convict us, and in so doing change us into the image and likeness of Christ. That not only will we be an example of what Christ can do in a life totally committed to Him, but that the way we live our lives will be the baton that is handed off to others who will choose to enter this race. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 through 16 Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. I hope 
that this is encourages you to fall in love with Jesus to follow him not in word only but also in deed in such a way as to draw others in this relationship with the one true and living God that is our call our first ministry to live out our lives that preach the gospel to the lost and to the house of Israel that all may know him so if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior let me introduce you to him it is really simple you see he is my Savior my King my Lord my best friend my hiding place my fortress my shelter my God in whom I will trust he is my provider he leads and guides me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. He leads and guides me into all truth for His name's sake. He is love. He is mercy. He is justice. I know Him as all these things. And yet there is so much more to know that I still want to know. First, you must acknowledge that He was born of a virgin lived out his life as God among us, was crucified on Calvary's cross, gave up the ghost, in other words, died. He laid down his life. He was buried and rose again on the third day for the salvation of all creation. He left us a promise that he's coming back again in glory on the clouds with the voice of a trumpet to take back his own, the dead in Christ and those which are alive. We must acknowledge that we are sinners in need of a savior according to the mirror of the law of the Lord. And if you've broken one, you've broken them all. Ask him for his forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to him. Because there is freedom in calling it out to him. Because you're saying no more to your will, but to his will. Then you thank him for his forgiveness. You see, ten lepers got healed. Only one came back and was made whole. He came back to thank the Lord. And when he thanked him, that thankful heart created wholeness. Then forgiving those who have sinned or transgressed against If Jesus could forgive Judas Iscariot with a kiss and call him friend, we are no less. Forgiveness is a direct order for salvation. You can't have salvation if you do not forgive. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits change your choice-making decisions let him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in his holy word ask him to be lord over your life i want to testify a minute that when i first got saved i not only read his word but i fasted and prayed so that i would understand his word so that i could hide it in my heart so that I could walk it out and not sin against him intentionally. 
so that I could draw closer. He honored it with signs, miracles, and wonders, and still is honoring that. I still do it because I want more of him and less of me. Ask him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. I acknowledge that you were born of a virgin. You lived as your life out as God among us. You were crucified, died and buried. You rose again on the third day for the salvation of all creation. Please come to, into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. I forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against me, Lord. Thank you, Lord for saving me and for answering my prayer in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name. Amen. If you have made the decision to give your life to Christ, Jesus, let me be one of the first to welcome you to the body of Christ. All of heaven, including I, is greatly rejoicing over your decision today. Please let me know of your decision today. I want to pray with and for you. If this message has brought up any questions or spoke to you in some way, or if you have any prayer requests, please let me know by commenting below, private messaging me, or you can email me at my number one little afmp at aol.com. I would greatly love to hear from you. Remember, I love you with the love of the Lord, but Jesus Christ of Nazareth will always love you more. You are called for a purpose, and you are loved. Let's close in prayer. Father, I thank you for this wonderful time of fellowship. I thank you for your word, Lord, that we could fellowship and learn of what your word means to us, what you expect of us. I thank you, Lord, that we will be doers and not hearers only. That the true fear of the Lord, the awe of the Lord, will get a hold of our hearts and minds and help us show you how much we are in love with you. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, amen. I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Come on, brothers, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that Starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Come on, sisters, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, sisters, let's go down. Down in the valley to pray. I went down in the valley to pray and studying about that good old way. And who shall wear the starry 
Down in the valley to pray. Down in the valley to pray. 